The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him, and saith, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. John 1:29. At this junction of John's life, everyone was asking if he was the Messiah. He told them in various ways that he was not. He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness, Make straight the way of the Lord, as said the prophet Esaias. John 1:23. He it is, who coming after me is preferred before me, whose shoes latchet I am not worthy to unloose. John 1:27. It was the very next day when John sees Jesus and reveals who he is. Evidently, this happened some time after he baptized Jesus because in the following discourse, a few verses down, he tells how he happens to know who Jesus is. And John bare record, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it abode upon him. John 1:32. This happened when Jesus was baptized. Jesus is the Lamb of God. To understand this, one has to know that in Old Testament times, there was really no forgiveness for sin. There was a covering made with the slaughter of an innocent lamb. This is because sin requires death and the shedding of blood. Nothing else can appease the wrath God has for sin. So, the priests made the sacrifice of the lamb and the people's sins were covered, meaning God wouldn't see them until they would be redeemed by the Messiah, Jesus. In the Old Testament it says that their sins were forgiven. In a way they were, but not really. When they died, after following all the laws set up by God and given to Moses, they would not go to heaven, but to paradise. It was not heaven, but was a place close to Hades where the wicked sinners who didn't follow the law went. We know this because Jesus shared about the rich man and the beggar Lazarus. There was a certain rich man, which was clothed in purple and fine linen, and fared sumptuously every day, and there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate, full of sores, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table, moreover the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass, that the beggar died, and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom, the rich man also died, and was buried, and in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water, and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And beside all this, between us and you there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us, that would come from thence. Luke 16 19-26, this is not a parable, but an event that Jesus shared. It was something no one could have known but Jesus. Now Jesus is God the Son, born a human baby, through a virgin. He does not have the seed of sinful man. He is sinless. And remains sinless even though he felt everything a human man felt because he was all man in body. But in his spirit, he was God the Son and his mind, will and emotions, his soul, were influenced by the Spirit in him. And although he was tempted in every way as a man, he did not sin. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Hebrews 4:15. Peter also wrote about Jesus being sinless. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, 1 Peter 2:22. Man could not redeem himself. He has that sin nature inherited from Adam. We needed a sinless sacrifice, but not of sheep or any other animal. That wasn't enough to redeem man. God offered the sacrifice. Jesus offered himself, the sinless Lamb of God. It reminds me of Abraham offering his son Isaac, 
but God provides the sacrificial lamb instead. It's symbolic. God gave up his son as the sacrificial lamb for us. John recognizes all the intricacies of the Old Testament, God's requirement for sin and the need for the Messiah, the Lamb of God to take away our sins so that we could be redeemed and have the opportunity to have fellowship with God the Father, like Adam and Eve had before the fall. He makes it known to his disciples, who then start following Jesus. The history of John the Baptist is beautiful. He knew who he was. He knew what he was supposed to do. And he knew that when Jesus showed up, that would be the end of his ministry. He said, he must increase, but I must decrease. John 3:30. The events that took place to redeem us is beautiful more so. It is about God's love and God's mercy. It shows the extent God will go to have us near. But do not be mistaken. He desires us, but we cannot go to him with our sinful nature. Jesus took on our sinful nature, nailed it to the cross, took our death, the penalty for our sins so that we could be born of the Spirit of God, be redeemed and have entrance to the throne of God. For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Ephesians 2:18. the following verses in Hebrews also tell us how through Jesus, now our high priest, we have access to the throne of God. Seeing then that we have a great high priest, that is passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy, and find grace to help in time of need. Hebrews 4 14-16